This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh, hey, can I carry those for you? Wow, thanks. Hey, I saw that. You helped the guy in the wheelchair take his groceries to the car, always showing your good side. Know how else you could help him? Donate at Griffles Plasma, because he also relies on plasma-based medicines. By donating at Griffles Plasma, you make it possible for patients to live their best lives. And that feels really good. Hey, thanks again. No problem. Become a Griffles Plasma donor, and you can receive up to $800 this month. Find a center at grifflesplasma.com. Geek Corner, yay! Yay! <laughs> Forgot Zoom started right away. There was no like, hey, here we go. It's been like two months since Geek Corner. It's been a while. It's been a while. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Brad started to like talk to me about Marvel, so that was my fix. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I. It's not that I didn't want to chat about it. It's just I just knew that Wanda or. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was only going to be about six weeks and I had a lot of other stuff going on. So it just, it just made it easier just to kind of have this conversation at the end of the show. So, but now, yeah, a lot's happened and um, there's, there's plenty we can talk about. What, what'd you think of the show? Did you enjoy it? I loved it. And Brad made a good point to me. He's like WandaVision. There was a lot of, you know, we, we talked about, there was a lot of rumors. There was a lot of what, what, like, you know, these theories Falcon, you could kind of shut your brain down. Yeah. And just watch another were like, oh, this is going to happen or this. And that was it. There was no like staying up till two in the morning, Googling stuff. Like, what about yeah. this? What about this? Where's Benedict Cumberbatch? Like, I need this. I need this. 
<laughs> it was a movie. It was a Captain America movie. And it was just like, I could shut my brain off. Yeah. And I liked Zemo. Like, I didn't yeah. know I was going to like him. I was like, oh, he grew on me. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I enjoyed it. And yeah, as you said, it wasn't as, it wasn't the same type of, um, show where, yeah, I, I, and I, I didn't do it intentionally. Um, for WandaVision, I was so deep into the rumors and the speculation and to what does this mean? And where's Mephisto? And I, I was so deep into that. Um, I intentionally stayed back in Falcon Winter Soldier. But as you said, I, I just don't think there was as much to it when it comes to that stuff. This show was very straightforward. Mm-hmm. This was, I loved WandaVision. I think overall WandaVision might've been a little better than Falcon mm-hmm. Winter Soldier even, um, but they're two very different types of shows. And Falcon Winter Soldier was very straightforward Marvel action. I mean, it, it, it was, it, it, fell in line with the Captain America movies. I mean, that's what it was. It felt like Winter Soldier. It felt like Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was mostly characters we were familiar with, uh, whereas WandaVision was pretty much just Wanda and Vision and then all these new people. You know, um, we knew Zemo. We knew um, Sharon, or yeah, uh, Sharon Carter. Um, you know, so we knew some of these characters. Yes, they introduced new ones to us. Um, but I, it was just a very straightforward Marvel action show. And I thought that was great. Um, I don't, you know, I was so almost fatigued from yeah. the nine week arc of, or whatever it was, of WandaVision, just getting so deep into those rumors and everything that it was nice to just watch this show and just watch it. Um, and as I said, I, I intentionally didn't get involved in that, but there wasn't that much to speculate on. You know, there was there wasn't any big tease about you know there's going to be this big appearance. Who's it going to be? Yes, we did start to get that a little bit when we found out. Obviously, spoilers are going to be here um, when when we got you know Julia Louis Dreyfus's character um, Val. Don't call me Val. Um, I don't know much about her um, in terms of the comics, but I have, you know, read, read and watched a little bit, uh, but there, there wasn't, you know, there was, wasn't the big Paul Bettany tease where, Oh, there's this big cameo. Somebody I've always wanted to work with asshole. You're talking about yourself. <laughs> um, we didn't get that, you know? So there was, you know, the big talk about who's the power broker, who's the power broker going to be. Wasn't really a shock when it turned out to be her. Um, I, I don't think that's over because obviously she was talking to somebody on the phone uh, and I, I watched somebody. Um, I don't know if you, if you watch any of the, you know, people that recap this stuff on YouTube, um, but the heavy spoilers show um, he's, he's a guy that, you know, recaps all the episodes and talks about, and he made a really good point. You know, he said that the timeline doesn't really add up to her being the sole power broker because Zemo was talking about that. He knew this person and he referred to it as a guy and that he knew this person before the events of civil war, which really wouldn't match up to it being Sharon Carter. So um, I don't know. I, as I said, I just don't think that necessarily, I don't think that storyline is over. Uh, but I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought that we got plenty of action. Um, you got this new character of John Walker. Do we like him? Do we hate him? Is he a villain? Is he a good guy? 
uh, and we're setting up now, and obviously I'm just covering a lot of ground in this little spiel. Um, I'm sure certain things that we'll talk about, but, you know, we're setting up this new team of, you know, what are we going to call them? Is this going to be the Thunderbolts? Is this going to be whoever? Um, you know, so a lot happened um, in those six episodes. It wasn't perfect. There was definitely some moments. Um, there was some questionable writing at times, but I think overall I was, I was pleased with, with how the show went. You could tell which was filmed before COVID and after. Yeah, there was some of that, yeah. Um, and it was mixed in. It wasn't like, all oh, these yeah. last two were COVID. They mixed it in. Yeah. Um, which part was supposed to be Black Widow? Because I was trying to watch. That was the only part I was, like, watching. Because remember, Black Widow was supposed to come out. Then, like, there's going to be some connection. Well, I don't know that I – don't, I don't know. Uh, obviously, things have changed – um, I would have, I would venture to guess that they had to go in and do something, um, to alter it so that it made sense that we haven't seen Black Widow yet. The rumor I've seen is that, uh, Julian Louis-Dreyfus' character mm -hmm. is in Black Widow to some degree. Um, so there might've been something involved with her. Uh, I don't know. I, I obviously, I, I, we haven't seen Black Widow. We still won't see that now for a few months. Um, I don't know how it's all going to tie in. But the other thing, too, is that Black Widow, it's not like it takes place, like, right before or right after. I mean, it's we're talking Black Widow takes place, you know, several years ahead in the in the MCU timeline, not only in terms of, like, movie years, but also we're five years later, technically, because this is after Endgame. So we're talking, you know, probably close to 10 years gap or, you know, at least, like, seven or eight between the, the events of these two movies. So or this movie and TV show. So I don't know um, specifically what's going to tie into where um, I've, you know, all I have is rumors and speculation um, just like anybody else. But, um, but yeah, obviously there were, there's going to be some things that are directly related between the two movies. I think that's pretty much a guarantee at this point. Yeah. I know if there was a rumor that I missed. I wasn't too invested in the rumors. I would be like two days later, like, oh, I wonder about no, this. Uh, not really, other than, other than that, her character, um, I think, is also supposedly in it too. I don't know if that's confirmed, but that's one rumor. And then I love the uh, uh, Wakanda tie-in. Like, yeah, I forgot Bucky stayed there. Yeah, that slips my mind. So when they showed up at yep. the end, I was like, oh, could yeah. this? Could Bucky fill into the? black panther movie yeah I, I wondered about that too especially when she called him what she called him, the white wolf uh -huh. um i thought i thought it was weird that they still referred to him as the winter soldier after that i thought that was going to be like we're officially changing his name because the winter soldier you know was the evil i mean that was his bad guy persona basically when he was you know working for hydra and, and all that stuff so i thought maybe you know, but they still refer to him as their Winter Soldier. And then at the end, the post, you know, the title card comes up. You know, I thought maybe there were when we when that said Captain America and Winter Soldier and not Captain America and White Wolf. Obviously, um, we knew that was going to be a change. But yeah, I thought you know maybe because there's been talk. You know, what are they going to do with with Black Panther? And and obviously, Bucky Barnes is not going to be. He's not going to be the the main focus of Black Panther. That was never going to be the case. But I always thought that he could be somebody who could play a role in that movie um, just, you know, to bring in from, you know, from the rest of the MCU, just because he does have those ties. But I don't think we're heading that direction. Sounds to me like they, he will be 
part, you know, they will be in Captain America four. That's sounds, that's what the, the report is now that they've already started working on Captain America four and it will start Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. So I'm going to guess that's the next time you see them. Uh, I wouldn't, I don't think we'll see. He might show up in, in black Panther. And I do, I, as you said, I did like the Wakanda tie in. Um, and I liked it, you know, they were the ones that brought the suit and everything. And, you know, it was, what's in the box. I mean, everybody kind of assumed it obviously it was his suit, but he at least had that cliffhanger ending, you know, what's, what's in the box. But uh, I, I love the suit. I was really digging mm-hmm. that with, you know, with the wings and everything. And I, I, I like, I like Sam being Captain America. I, I really do. And I was, I was hesitant at first, um, obviously going into end game, which two years ago today, end game yeah. came out. Um, and, uh, I, I wasn't sure whether, where they were going to go with that. Are they going to give it to Sam? Are they going to give it to Bucky? And then you bring in John Walker and there's all this stuff, but I really like Sam as Captain America. I think that was one of the show's strengths was his arc to that point. You know, there was some bumps along the way. Um, but his story, you know, to basically giving the shield away cause he didn't want it, um, to, you know, deciding at the end that, he he was the right person to to take over for Steve Rogers and everything. I was digging that, but yeah, I love the Wakanda tie-in too for sure. And I hated John Walker, and even at the end, I'm still, <laughs> I was that. Yeah, guy. no, screw this guy. Yeah, like, no, he's why? he's not supposed to be a lovable character. I mean, obviously, he did at the end. You know, kind of turn back to the good side. I, I don't think that. I think what you're going to see, and the way I understand it, is if they do call them the Thunderbolts or whatever they are, um, whatever they're going to call that, that new group of Avengers they're building. Um, they're not necessarily bad guys. They just have different motives. Mm-hmm. They just have, it's kind of like the flag smashers. Uh-huh. I, I don't, they weren't bad guys. They weren't villains. Um, but they just, they were, they had a good head on their shoulders. They were in the right place. They were just going about it the wrong way. Kind of like Thanos, if I'm being honest. I mean, I don't, I mean, yes, obviously Thanos was the big bad villain, but he wasn't in the, his, his ideas weren't that wrong. You know, we were an overpopulated place, um, but it was just kind of his, his ways to going about it. So I think what we're getting, what I'm getting at is that yes, John Walker is not really a good person and he has a lot of issues, but I don't necessarily think they're going to be bad guys. And they're obviously going to be the villains when, whenever we get to that point, who knows how many years down the road, but are they bad people altogether? Are they after bad things? I don't know. That's probably not how it's going to be. I didn't love him either, obviously. Um, but I liked Wyatt Russell in the role. I thought he was, I thought he was strong, um, you know, playing, playing the character. And um, it was, you know, it was good to see him there. Um, I thought it, I just think it's funny because they bring him in, and his dad is Kurt Russell, who mm-hmm. played Ego in Guardians Two, who was the father of Chris Pratt. So is Star Lord, um, John Walker's brother. Like that's what I want to know. Like, or is, is it Star Lord? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Good call. That's awesome. Like, which one is it? Is is Peter Quill Charlie from the Santa Claus? 
I mean, probably. Because their dad is Santa Claus. Okay, all right. Now it's multiverse. <laughs> He's come back from the Tim Allen one. And t- We're going, yeah, okay. We're going way too far down this rabbit hole. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, he was, I, I thought he was fine. I thought he was good in the role. I, I liked uh, Wyatt Russell there. Um, it, I think I personally thought it was kind of cool that he kind of worked with them at the end, um, you know, to to get at what they were trying to do. Cause I don't think he was ever necessarily against them. He wasn't trying to work against um, Bucky and uh, Sam. I, that was never his goal. Um, he wanted to be captain America. He thought he was captain America. He had a little bit of an evil streak. And when he finally took, took the serum serum, um, he, uh, you know, he went about some things the wrong way acted out of anger and killed somebody that he probably didn't need to kill. But I mean, whatever, we're definitely, we haven't seen the last of him for sure. Um, no, at the beginning I was like, oh, he's not a bad guy, but he's just like, I'm captain America. And it's like, you don't say that to Bucky and Sam, you could say yeah. that to other people, but you gotta realize who you're pissing off. Yeah. Uh, and then that serum, I kept researching, like it's supposed to show who you are. So like right. Steve Rogers takes it. He's Captain America. He's this whatever. When he takes it, he has that side. Is yeah. it the Thunderbolts or is it like Dark Avengers? Someone said Dark Avengers could yeah. be set up. Yeah, Dark Here Avengers and Thunderbolts, yeah. And then Young Avengers supposed to get set up in Ant-Man 3 as well. We could be starting to see that too. There's there's talks that we we might be seeing that. I mean, we've already started to see, you know, possible. They always do that. They always tease, you know, certain people like, you know, Spider-Man. Donald Glover comes in for a little bit and that character's nephew is supposed to be Miles Morales. So, you know, there's, they're always teasing that kind of stuff. Whether or not we see any of it, who knows, but I mean, Marvel's not really slowing down anytime soon. So um, I think we talked about it the last time or I don't remember when it was, but I, I don't know when we'll see another Avengers movie. I think we're, we're a ways away from that. Um it's obviously not going to be in this whatever phase they're working on now when they have about 20 movies lined up, 20 movies and TV shows. Uh, we will get that eventually. Um, I don't know who all it's going to entail because by that point, there's going to be a thousand different members of the Avengers. So we'll just have to see. Well, COVID ruined it. And then I think you're just going to see characters in different movies. They're going to be Civil War. It's going to be like yeah. Wanda and, and Benedict Cumberbatch and Doctor Strange, yeah. but he's going to have some villains. Then you're going to see... Loki's going to pop up somewhere. Right? Well, I mean, that's that's always, I mean, that's how they've been doing it. I mean, some of their best movies, you know, Thor Ragnarok was almost mm-hmm. just as much of a Hulk movie as it was uh, a Thor movie. And Civil War was just as much of an Iron Man movie as it was a Captain America movie. Um, you know, they're going to keep doing that. That's what works. They have all these big actors and they have all these, um, you know, famous characters now. And they're just going to keep building on it for sure. One thing I thought was, Ever since you brought up what happened in that five years of the snap, and we've slowly seen it in WandaVision, this one really showed. Yeah. And I, I think I talked to Brad about like when he got when he went to the bank for the loan. That was like the first thing of like, oh, you guys come back and now we have no money. So yeah. it was like what <laughs> Brad's always like, Thanos was right. Just snap and get rid of half the people. <laughs> like he's right. Yeah. And so I that's they're tapping into that. Like, was he actually yeah. right? Yeah, that's really what this show was was really about was, you know, the ramifications of what happened during those five years and how it affected um, the people that 
that survived and that weren't snapped away and how it affected the people that were snapped away. And I mean, they, they kind of, they kind of touched on it and um, far from home, Spider-Man far from mm-hmm. home. Uh, but they also kind of just made it a joke. Uh, you know, the blip was kind of a joke to them, you know, during their little um, high school TV show or whatever. Um, but yeah, this show really kind of, um, showed really what happened and that's obviously where the flag smashers came in and that's that's really what falcon and winter soldier was about was those five years and you know the ramifications of it and this took place even before spider-man far from home yeah technically yes i think yeah i think they said wandavision was three weeks then falcon Winter soldier was like four or five months and then far from home was eight months yeah yeah so part of me wants to go back and watch spider-man far from home and be like was there something there I'll, I'll kill myself doing that but there is so much to keep up with i'm re i'm going through all them again and watching everything i'm not going very quickly i think i'm only up to i think we got through the first guardians i'm doing timeline order we got through the first guardians last week so we'll probably get to guardians 2 this week and but yeah I, I, there's there's just a lot to keep up with and as we add more and more characters and more and more movies it's just only going to get crazier and crazier um and then that one army guy, he'll be the new Falcon, probably, they said. Like, that was the hint of, yeah. like, keep the wings. Yeah. Um, That's what they do. They they tease possibilities of characters that could stick around. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I mean, they they obviously set it up for him. We'll see if that happens. I mean, they have so many other characters. Who knows? But, but I will say, Marvel has done a really good job of taking actors early in their careers and setting them up for huge success i mean sebastian stan when he started as captain america in the first captain america movie back in 2010 or whatever it was mm-hmm. um was pretty much a no-name actor i mean he had some tv credits under his name maybe a couple movies but you know he even took that movie he was he was just you know Steve rogers best friend bucky barnes like he wasn't anything at that point and now he's you know he's a leading man. I mean, he's, he's in talk. They, they keep bringing him up to be a possible, you know, star Wars person. Like they're really good about that, about, you know, finding these actors, just like the guy from, as you mentioned, the new Falcon from, uh, from the show, like pretty much a no name actor that they throw in here. And a couple years later, he could be, you know, leading a movie himself or a TV show himself. That's, that's what they do. That's what they're good at. Anthony Matthew is kind of the same way. So they're going to keep doing that and they're going to keep bringing in all these new characters and young Avengers and dark Avengers and whatever they say. It is a train rolling down the track and it will not be stopped. Not even COVID is going to stop this thing. No. Uh, I hope he's the new Falcon. Not like. uh... Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're team Team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Batman, where we got teased for Robin, and it never. You know, happens. I knew, I knew that was going to come <laughs> up. Yes, yeah, we got the tease for Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and we never got anything else from that. I was excited for Joseph Gordon-Levitt to be Nightwing or whatever they were going to call him, but never got any more of those. And then we've rebooted Batman about seven times since then. And that's the last DC movie I've watched. Was that? Did Batman? you watch the Snyder Cut? I have mm. not. I don't know if I should because I've not watched any others. I've not watched Superman. I haven't watched. Don't worry about it. That's not worth your time. I thought about when we got HBO Max, I was like, the first thing that pops up is... It, I mean, it's better It's better than the Joss Whedon version of the movie. Um, but no, if, you're, if you haven't watched the other ones, it's... Some of them are okay. Um, the, you know, Wonder, the first Wonder Woman movie is really good. Um, Man of Steel is not bad. Um, nah, Batman versus Superman is kind of a mess. Flash is all right. Aquaman's kind of hokey, but it's not terrible for DC standards. Um, DC has been around from a movie standpoint longer just because they had those Batman movies and this, you know, Superman movies. Uh, and then the, the Nolan Batman trilogy kind of that really kickstarted Superman movies in this generation that and um, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Those really kickstarted this whole superhero movement, but ever since those movies, DC has struggled. They really have, as I said, they've had a couple of decent ones in there, but I mean, we'll see what happens with with Black Adam and with The Rock. I, I mean, I know you're a big fan of his, and I, I hope hope the movie's halfway decent, but DC just they they just. They can't keep up with what Marvel's doing. They're trying to do their own thing. They keep rebooting. They've rebooted Batman again. We're going to get another. We got the Joker last year. We're going to get uh, a new Batman movie this year with Robert Pattinson. Um, I mean, whatever. They're just going to keep doing it. Marvel has maintained this thing where they are a cohesive machine that's just not going to stop. Um and DC's just not that, and they're. I think they. I think they eventually accepted that that they're not going to be that, and now they're. They don't care that they have four different Batman timelines going on. That that's not of their. They don't care. Like they're not trying to duplicate what Marvel's doing anymore. They're trying to do what they can do, what they know how to do, and we'll see if it works out. I mean, there've been some decent ones, but isn't Michael Keaton coming back as Batman too? Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. Are they going to do their own multiverse? I, everybody wants to do a multiverse. That's what um, I think it's possible that this Snyder cut is possibly setting up some sort of a multiverse, to be honest with you. I don't know. Uh, it's just a lot. I know they brought in The Rock to save it. Like, that's the big, that's what they keep talking about was he's supposed to save. I love The Rock. I know you do. I, I mean, I don't know that it's, he's necessarily going to save anything. I mean, he can have, he can, 
even if the movie is the best thing DC's ever produced, I don't know that it saves much. I think it's just another movie and they'll do another one after that and it'll probably suck. I, I just that's just what they do. It's just not been consistent. Well, if The Rock didn't have his own production company, he would have been at Marvel by now. That's the whole reason why he hasn't been at Marvel. Because he wanted say in it with his production company and <laughs> Marvel laughed at him. No. Yeah, they're not doing that. They're running their own ship over there. They'll let him direct it, but... Well, he I wants that know. seven bucks production to be involved and they're like, no. Oh, I know. He, Mar- we're good. Like, we know yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I'm excited just because that character is like the opposite of Superman. He does... You just described it. Black Adam does the right thing. But yeah. he doesn't have a code. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I might watch it because it's The Rock. But I don't even know. I'm not even like I'm not that excited for it just because it's DC. And then I saw the new trailer for uh, Suicide Squad. I'm like, this is the DC version of Guardians of the Galaxy, and James Gunn directed. Correct. It. So I'm like, this Correct. is their version. Are you guys tired of overpaying for your cable? Do you think, oh, I need to go to the streaming side so I can save some money? Are you tired of taking out a small loan to pay for the cable just to watch things? There's so many streaming services. Do you not know or are having a hard time pick which streaming service? Well, lucky for you, the Coach Steve Show, which is on the Unhinged Sports Network, have a proud partnership with Fubo TV. Fubo TV has over 100 plus channels. They have NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, much more without the hassle of that cable contract. If you don't believe me, go to the link in the bio. You can get a seven-day free trial today. So if you click on the link in the bio of the episode, you can get a free seven-day trial to support the Unhedged Sports Network, to support the Coach Steve Show podcast. Please use that link. Guys, it's time to cut the cord. Streaming services is where it's at. Get the internet. Get the streaming service. You can, if you don't like it, get rid of it, but I think you're going to like it. That's why there's a seven-day free trial. Cut the cord. Quit taking out small loans to pay for this cable network. Please don't let these cable people trick you into getting into a three-year contract, two-year contract, and raising your rates. Go to Fubo TV. Best way to watch all the sports, any shows that you watch. So please support the show. Go click on the link now. Try it out for seven days free. Cut the cord. As you guys know, the Coach Steve Show is also brought to you by the Unhinged Sports Network. The Unhinged Sports Network is a 24-hour, seven days a week, non-stop playing uh, radio podcast about any sport that you guys can imagine. They have a proud partnership with Fanatics. So if you go to the link in the description, uh, go to Fanatics, use that link, and go get some gear to support the Coach Steve Show and to support the Unhinged Sports Network. They have deals all the way up to 70% off. They have deals for free shipping. And they have every single sports team you could think of. Your college team is going to be on there. Your professional team is going to be on there. They have good deals on jerseys, t-shirts, hats, socks, anything you want. So please use the link in the description to go to fanatics.com. Say big on your team's gear to help support the the Unhinged Sports Network and to support the Coach Steve Show. Without now, if Chris and that's, Pratt they're shows kind up, of re, they're kind of rebooting that too, because yeah, they've already their, done. This is their they've third. already done a Suicide Squad movie that wasn't very successful, 
So they're pretty much rebooting that again with Margot Robbie's back, and there might be like one or two other people that are back in it again, but it's pretty much a different cast. And so, I think John Cena's going to save it? I don't know. I mean, they're, already doing, too. they're already doing a TV show with him. So. And he's already Fast and Furious now. Yeah. Now we're on this DC topic. I, there was someone I was going to say, and I can't remember. Oh, the end of Falcon. Now we're going back to Marvel, the good side. <laughs> no, I have I have DC movies, like Blu-rays, haven't even opened them yet. They're sitting there. and I haven't watched them. Now I have HBO. Now there's no excuse. Yeah. HBO, they tried. They said, hey, let's read. You said they released their movies on HBO. They were trying. They're like, we're going to be better than Marvel. And they Marvel- have... They have the name recognition that's ahead of what Marvel was. Batman and Superman alone were bigger names than just about any property Marvel had other than maybe Spider-Man. But the last decade plus, Marvel has just flat out dominated anything DC's done from the movie department. The only ones I've... Not even close. The only ones that stick with me are the Batman ones like Dark Knight and Dark... Like the Dark Knight. Well, since then, since the Dark Knight, and that's been more than ten years ago. Because the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises was 2012, same year as Avengers. Since then, it has been all Marvel. Because the Dark Knight came out like 2008, around the same time as Iron Man. I think Iron Man was coming out. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And I think Marvel saw how good the Dark Knight was, and they already had a plan. Obviously, like they knew. But they saw how good that was, and were like, oh, we have to step it up. The thing about The Dark Knight, though, is the, all three of those movies even, yes, they are superhero movies, but those are just, all three of those movies are just Christopher Nolan, I don't want to say masterpieces, but they're just like really good movies. Like it's not even, they don't, like The Dark Knight doesn't even feel like a superhero movie. It just feels like it's a crime thriller, mm-hmm. you know, that has a, you know, a masked Cape Crusader in it. I mean, it, it, obviously it is a superhero movie, but it's not like, it's not like what you see in Marvel with web slingers and, you know, a bunch of sci-fi shit. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of sci-fi to it. It's just a straightforward action heist thriller, crime thriller. And it's Marvel seems brighter when they're filming it. There's more comedy as it's gone mm-hmm. along. DC wants to stay dark, and and that's what thing. that's that was the problem with um, the original Justice League, the Snipe, the the Joss Whedon version. Um, so do you, do you know the story behind that? Why they did this this whole Justice League Snyder kind of thing? Just from reading. So it. so okay. Justice League was the follow-up to Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice or whatever mm-hmm. it was called. Zack Snyder did that movie. Zack Snyder did Superman, whatever the Superman movie was, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. That was the first movie. That was the first DC movie after Dark Knight Rises. Because mm-hmm. they made this big deal. They, they had just relaunched Batman. Now they're bringing Superman into the fold. Christopher Nolan's producing these movies. Zack Snyder's directing it. So Zack Snyder directed Man of Steel, which wasn't bad. It really, compared to the rest of some of these other DC movies, was actually pretty solid. Then he did Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. 
where they enter, they bring in a new Batman, team him up with the Henry Cavill version of Superman, you know, um, and go from there. I think we even met Wonder Woman in that movie. And then Zack Snyder, he did that movie, and then he was going to do Justice League, where they're going to bring in, you know, they already have those two. They have Wonder Woman. Now we're going to bring in Aquaman and The Flash, and we're going to have a team-up movie like The Avengers. Well, Zack Snyder was doing that movie. Then his daughter died during production. So Zack Snyder left the movie. It was already mostly completed when this happened. So DC brings in Joss Whedon to do the rest of this movie. Joss Whedon had success doing the first Avengers movie. That was a well-received superhero team-up movie. You know, as I said, most of this movie had been completed. It's pretty much all been shot. Um, but they just needed somebody to come in and hand, and lead, you know, the rest of the way um, through the, throughout the post-production and, you know, maybe a few little, sh- you know, finishing shots or whatever. So they bring in Joss Whedon to do this. And the tone that Joss Whedon brought to the movie was a lot similar to his Avengers movie. It was, had a lot of laughs. It was bright colors, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of jokes. Um, it, it just wasn't very good. And that was not the vision that Zack Snyder had for this movie. Zack Snyder apparently never watched the Joss Whedon completed version of this movie. So fast forward in several years, there's this rumor circulating that Zack Snyder has a version of Justice League that he's pretty much finished that he has available if somebody wants it. Well, then that went out. That became this whole Twitter movement of release the Snyder cut. So that goes on for a year or so. And then HBO or Warner gets this new streaming service that they're trying to bolster and bring subscribers to. So they say, all right, Zack Snyder, we'll give you millions of dollars to finish your Justice League movie. So that's what he does. He he does some reshoots on some scenes that he didn't finish, re-edits it together, and we get a four-hour version of or whatever it was, way too long version of this other movie that was a lot darker, had a lot less laughs, had a lot longer action sequences, slow motion sequences. He added, there was stuff that was added to the movie um, and it was a better overall quality product. Um, It didn't need to be that long, but it was better. But it was also very different. It was just a very different tone, very different vibe. Uh, I watched the Joss Whedon version just a couple days before I watched the Zack Snyder version. A lot, obviously, a lot of stuff's the same. It's the same movie, mm-hmm. um, but you could just tell it just it was just different. There was a lot of um, one of the biggest problems, not a big problem, but one of the biggest critiques of the original version was that Henry Cavill was also filming a Mission Impossible movie at the same time that they were doing some of these reshoots for Superman. And in the Mission Impossible movie, he had a mustache. And there was some sort of thing where they wouldn't let him shave the mustache because he needed it for Mission Impossible. So on some of these scenes in the original version of Justice League, it is very clear that they had to go in there in post-production and remove this mustache. Like, it's awful. 
Like there are some shots that are just abundantly clear that he has a mustache and they've edited it out. Like it was just stuff like that. It was just stupid and it just wasn't very good. So this new one was a lot, I say new, this second version of it was a lot darker, a lot less laughs, didn't feel like the Avengers. Um, So that was kind of the difference between, you know, as you mentioned, why Marvel is a lot brighter and, you know, that's part of why is because Joss Whedon was, was doing that. And that's not what they wanted for this version of Justice League. Well, I'm not watching it now. It's just it's too dark. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to it's be not. It. It's not bad. If I were you, if if you wanted to watch it, I don't think you need to watch all of the movies. I would watch Man of Steel, and I would watch, um, I would watch Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, and uh, Batman versus Superman. Um, two of those three are actually pretty decent. One of them is not very good. Wonder Woman is actually really good, and then I would watch. If you want to watch both versions of this movie, you can just to compare them. But if you're only going to watch one, I'd watch the second. I'd watch the, the full four-hour ridiculous version because it is the better one. But I think that's what held me back was not having HBO. Now that I yeah. have it, HBO Max like, can do it. It's all there. Uh, and because Loki's not coming out until June. Don't, don't go into it expecting something that's going to compare to Marvel movies. They're just not at that level. Some of them are. As I said, Wonder Woman is really good. Wonder Woman is honestly one of the best superhero. Wonder Woman is the single best thing DC has done probably since The Dark Knight. Maybe The Dark Knight Rises, but wow. it's it's definitely there. Um, but the rest of them, as I said, the Flash is Flash is all right. I have I mean I have some critiques about the Flash too, but it's not bad. But anyway, I've been rambling on way too long about DC movies. So, I know nothing about this is, this is your show. What do you want to talk about? To to educate me on DC because I haven't watched. <laughs> I have not watched one of them since The Dark Knight Rises. I, As I, I said, you haven't missed much. There's only been a few of them. There's been uh, Man of Steel. There was Batman versus Superman. There was two versions of Justice League. There's been two Wonder Woman movies. There's been Flash, and there's been. Aquaman, and then I guess Joker, well, and Suicide Squad, but they're not all necessarily tied to one another. So I think that's why it's not work. like it's not the DC thing where, or it's not like the Marvel thing. Marvel is its own animal. Marvel has, for better or worse, ruined how we view franchises because they have been so good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Like you have to think, Marvel is now going over twenty plus movies. Plus now TV shows that these, all these things are so well intertwined. Like there's no hiccups. I mean, they've got to the point now where they have basically said that some of those Netflix shows aren't Canon and, and like the agents of shield isn't really Canon to what they're doing, but all of these movies from Iron Man up until where we are now, plus all these TV shows. Now you're going to start incorporating like Deadpool and eventually the X-Men. Like they're all tied into one another. And that is, that's the, I mean, I think personally, that's the most incredible thing about it. Some of these movies are really good. Some of these movies are just okay, but it's incredible what they've been able to do. And that has ruined how we view other franchises. I think that's ruined what happened with star Wars. I'm not going to try to defend how Star Wars ended because that that sequel trilogy wasn't great. It had its ups and downs, 
But I, I honestly think that part of the reason why we were so negative towards those movies was because we've been so used to how Marvel has done it mm-hmm. and how it's been so cohesive. And then you bring in like this whole start, like we've talked about, like the Star Wars thing, you bring in one director to do the first movie and then another director to do the second movie and then another, and then they got the original guy to do the third one. Like it's just, it was just a mess. Like how they did that linearly. And DC's the same way. DC tried to do what Marvel is doing, but they realized that they just can't, they just right. can't do that. So now they're okay with having multiple storylines they're not even going to try to say they're tied together. Like they're not going to come out and say that the Joker, the Walking Phoenix Joker movie is going to be in some parallel universe to. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, Ben Affleck's Batman. Like, they're not, they're not even going to attempt that. But... So they, they've just given up on that, but they know they have these properties and people are going to go to these movies. So they're just going to keep doing it. They're just, they're just, they're not going to do that. We just have to accept that Marvel is going to be a unicorn when it comes to how all these, you know, franchises tie together. That's just not something that other, other studios are going to do. They can't do it that well. No. Uh, and then, the, then Disney is going to try with star Wars with those TV shows, they're going to try. I mean, yeah. Well, the thing with Star Wars is that Star Wars will always be a universe. Like, they're not going... Yes, you can have complaints about how a story unfolded, but Star Wars is always going to be just one universe. Mm -hmm. They're not going to try and say that this story, especially as we get to movies and TV shows. Now they, there are saying things about certain books and certain comics aren't part of the star Wars canon, but when it comes to the greater star Wars movies and these TV shows, they're all going to be the same universe. There's not going to be some sort of multiverse They're They're not going to try to argue that the bad batch is not in the same universe as Phantom Menace. Like they're, they're just, they're just the same thing. They're not all going to intertwine but they're all going to be part of the same universe. Right. You know, so it's a little, it's, it's similar, but it's a little different than what Marvel's doing. And I feel like star Wars will never be able to leave the Skywalker thing. Some, I know they're trying, but you can't, I don't think you can. I mean, I think eventually they, they will. Um, They've, they've said they're going to, I have really yet to see proof of that. Um, cause I thought the Mandalorian, we were maybe going to get away from that, but of course then he showed up again. I'm not trying to bash on star Wars cause I thought that was fine, but yeah, I, you, what, as you said, I think eventually they're going to try to get away from that because there's so much out there, other stories to tell in this universe that, uh, 
but we keep focusing on this one family and you know these four or five central characters but whatever but they didn't write that to do this later on george lucas didn't make those movies to be like this is no like marvel marvel when they started it probably didn't know this is where they end up but they kind of knew we could go on but marvel every marvel is basing everything they're doing off of comic books true we have decades worth of comic book material now they're mixing and matching storylines and they're doing some things on their own they're doing taking some creative liberties with some characters and some stories but everything marvel is doing is based off of a comic book george (laughs) lucas created a wrote a script for a a space opera a space odyssey movie that he called star wars as he was writing this one movie he realized huh there might be a little bit more to this that we can do. So he wrote a second movie and a third movie. And then they just kind of kept going off of that. There's not some original story. It's not like Game of Thrones where there's these books that they're going off of and then eventually they don't have the books and that's its own thing. Like Lord of the Rings. Like there's these other things that have original source material that they're pulling from. Star Wars is everything's just making, they're making it up. Right. I mean, when, when Ryan Johnson or, uh, Taika Waititi start their own Star Wars movie or trilogy or series or whatever they're doing. They're based, they're creating their own. I mean, they're within the Star Wars universe. You know, they are, you know, under the creative direction of Kathleen Kennedy, who's running the studio as of today, I still believe. Um, so, you know, she's obviously has a say in it, but they're, they're not pulling from comic books or something where they're trying to, you know, stick to this, you know, this storyline like marvel is that's true so that's why i'm afraid of star wars i mean i think the obi-wan <laughs> the obi-wan one they're coming out with i think will be good i'm that'll looking a, forward to that that'll be a nice filler of like okay what happened here to here we kind of got that with rogue one but we kind of yeah. see we need to see what happened the rest of it i don't know how that's gonna look i and it, We've talked about this. I'm not like the biggest Star Wars fan. Um, I've seen everything. I've seen all the movies. I've watched. Um, I watched both seasons of The Mandalorian. Uh, I've not seen all the animated shows, um, Clone Wars, and that stuff. Um, for the most part, I'll be honest. Star Wars really hasn't let me down that much. Um, you know, the prequel trilogy people say it's pretty bad and it is um but when when the when the phantom menace came out like we were the target audience for that movie mm-hmm. like we were that movie was you can say what you want about it being totally different and but it was about a kid who was driving a, who was racing pods and that was like we were we were we wanted to be anakin skywalker right our generation i mean we had the video games we had all the toys like, that was perfect for me. Like, that was honestly one of my favorite movies as a kid. I watched it all the time. Now, reviewing it, I realize it's not all that good. And the second one's terrible. But I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't have, like, I just don't have, like, a personal attachment to Star Wars. I thought the sequel trilogy was fine. I thought that they're, they obviously had some issues when putting it together. And we've talked about that. You know, we've beat that horse to the ground at this point. So I'm not going to go on that anymore. But... I thought it was fine. Uh, so I don't know. I, I trust them. Um, I heard at one point there was a rumor that 
John or uh, not John Favreau. Well, maybe John Favreau, but Kevin Feige might take over Star Wars. Um, if that happens, obviously things are going to be a little different. But at that point, Marvel could take a hit. Um, but yes, that that's the one thing that Star Wars needs to be better about is trying to be a little more cohesive. I heard that that was the biggest issue with the sequel trilogy. Well, said, like we said before, and we'll move on. They're good movies. They just weren't yeah. right for what they were trying to do. I, I, and I've said this on the show, and I've said this other time, and I will, I will die on this hill. I think the Last Jedi is a fantastic movie. Maybe one of the best movies in all of the Star Wars universe. I just don't think it fit very well in a in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I don't know if that does, but like that's that's just honestly how I feel about it. I think it was a really damn good movie. I just it just had a lot of issues with the cohesiveness, and then it looks even worse after they bring out the Rise of Skywalker. They pretty much undo everything that Ryan Johnson did in that movie. So. Anyway, that's my Star Wars tangent. I don't think I was going to go on that today. Well, and, we and then Feige might take over, but then I also heard. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but. I think it's just. I think Favreau could. I wouldn't could. be shocked if Favreau takes more of a role in that. I would, um, I'd be fine with that. Because The Mandalorian was, has been a huge success for them. And if Kathy Kennedy wants to step down, which it wouldn't shock me if she if she did. I could totally see Favreau doing it. I don't know if he's – I don't know if that's the role he wants to play or not because um, I think Favreau likes being in front of the camera and he likes being a little more involved in, you know, the directing and everything. If he takes over that role, he's going to be more involved in the heavy lifting of the, the greater picture. But I don't know. We'll have to see. John Favreau is responsible for some of my all-time favorite movies so he directed elf Mm -hmm. which is one of my all-time favorite movies he uh was responsible for starting the mcu with with uh iron man um he did the jungle book which was a really good remake um probably the best live action remake that disney has done and i know it wasn't great i still love the lion king and he did that too so, in my book, John Favreau can't do wrong. Well, and he's helped out with Marvel. There's been movies where he's yeah. helped them out. Yep, he's been a producer for them, and he's he still acts in them. He's he's in. I'm sure he's gonna be in the new Spider Man movie. And I think it's rumored. I love John Favreau. In. It's rumored he'll be in there. I'm sure he will be. He's he's Happy Hogan. I heard he that Sebastian Stan could play Luke Skywalker if they choose to go that route. I've heard that too. Like, yeah. They're just waiting for uh, old Mark Hamill to give the thumbs up. I just, I, I want to, I just, I, I don't, I don't want to revisit that anymore. I want to be done with Luke Skywalker. And I, I have nothing against the character. We've already talked about it on here. I, I don't want, I didn't want that to be how Mandalorian ended. I'm, not that I am upset about it. I just, I didn't want that. Because now it's going to look weird. If you're watching that from the end of season two, and I, I, I'm not saying this is the direction they go, but if they bring in Sebastian Stan to be the new Luke Skywalker and he does appear in Mandalorian season three, he's going to look nothing like 
Luke Skywalker at the end of episode, season two. It's just, I don't know. Well, move on. Move, I'm just going to. Well, then real quick, then what happened to baby Yoda when you find old man Luke Skywalker? Like, where did, where did that I go? That's, that's, I don't know. That's the problem when you've got four people making decisions. I trust that they'll figure it out. That is above my pay grade. I trust you're gonna them. See a, you're going to see a ring open up and Benedict Cumberbatch will walk out. Stop it. Say, if, you say, if you say Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> one more time, I'm going to come through the screen and slap you. But they do need to make a season five Sherlock, I think. I think me and Brad talked about that on Sunday. That needs to happen. What are your top five favorite Benedict Cumberbatch movies? I love The Imitation Game. Said no one ever. Okay. I love that movie. I don't know why. Movies, I've not watched a lot of thing movies with him. I love Doctor Strange. Yeah. I loved him yeah. in Infinity War. Um, he just did, a, there was a TV show um, that he did just one season. It was fantastic acting. He plays a drug addict and it makes you uncomfortable. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's on Amazon for free. Fantastic. Fantastic acting. I don't know. Imitation Game was one of my favorites, I think, because I like the World War II stuff. That's fair. It, it is a good movie. I was giving you shit. Um, I'm still going to hold on to that WandaVision thing of why. But we don't they, they, talk they, about WandaVision anymore. Well, they are done filming, and they said, Olsen said it does have a horror vibe, and it's bonkers. Yeah. You still have a you, Steve. There are several movies that are coming out before we get Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Well, I'm trying to hurry this along, and then I put you on the Star Wars tangent, and I didn't mean to. Um, <laughs> okay. What do you think, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Now, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which I love. Sam Wilson yeah. being Captain America, love it, and I love. There's gonna be a Captain America four. Yep. Steve Rogers needs to come off the moon. And come down. <laughs> That's a funny. I he's like probably, that bit. He's he's with uh, Nick Fury. Uh, yeah, he's with Nick Fury. It's fine. Yeah, on that ship somewhere. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I don't know what they're going to lead into. I saw at the end, you know, Carter says she's the power broker. She's going to sell intelligence. They're yeah. saying it's going to go into secret invasion. That she's it's a scroll, and that's kind of how this sets be- up secret invasion. Well, I mean, at this point, I mean, we don't know things, but it's pretty easy for us to, you know, put together, put pieces together what movies are going to be associated with what TV shows. I mean, it's not, it's obviously going to have nothing to do with Eternals. Mm -hmm. It's not going to have anything to do with uh, probably Guardians. I I mean, there are certain movies are going to take place in certain spaces. So, yeah, I mean, Secret Secret Invasion makes a lot of sense just based on the characters that are involved. Um, uh, Armor Wars, I think, is the other one that's probably going to lead into. That's going to be the Don Cheadle one, uh, another TV show. TV show. Um, there's so I can't even keep track. There's so much Marvel and Star Wars properties coming out here in the next like three years. I I don't know what they're doing when, but I just know we're getting a lot of it. That's all I tried to it's do. It's feed into something. That's all I tried to do at the end was, obviously we knew WandaVision because they said it, but it made sense. This one, I was like, okay, what's this going to lead into? And at the end of it, I didn't even know. 
The only thing I could think of was maybe Armor Wars. Then they came out and said it could be Secret Invasion. I think it could potentially be both to some degree, for sure. I, I don't think it's. I don't think we necessarily have to limit it to just one. Um, let's see. What do we have coming up? We know we have Black Widow. The Coach Steve Show is sponsored by the Launchpad Kickoff Team. If you're a football coach out there, high school, college, NFL, doesn't matter, and you're looking for that edge for your special teams, for your kicker, for the kickoff, onsides, you guys need to go to launchpadkickofftee.com. If you have a younger guy trying to develop the kicker, you want the ball to get to the end zone, you need to go to Launchpad Kickoff Tee. This tee gives a coach a strategic options for squib kicks, onsides, everything. It is proven that your kicker will kick off farther. It is legal for NCAA, for high school, okay? The Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a game changer. So if you go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS, to use the code CSS, you can get a Launchpad Kickoff Tee for 10% off. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. You can use the code CSS for the Coach Steve Show to get 10% off. Also, there's a bundle. You can get one for 10% off. You can go to two and get more percent off, or there's an option to buy four. If you click the option to buy the four kickoff tees, if you like it so much, when you use the code CSS, you'll get the fourth one free. So instead of paying full price for all four, you'll get three. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS, use the code CSS, get 10% off, buy four to get the fourth one free. This is a game changer, guys. It does more than just hold your balls. Go get the Launchpad Kickoff Tee today to give your kicker an edge for next season. Shang-Chi, which you, I know you said you wanted to talk about a little bit, um, and Eternals, and then Spider-Man. So we, we know there will be some connection to Black Widow. I doubt there's any connection to Shang-Chi. Uh, nothing with Eternals. Spider-Man, there might be some sort of connection there. Uh, we know Doctor Strange is going to have a connection to WandaVision. Spider-Man uh, will have a connection to Doctor Strange. And Spider-Man, yeah. Um, Thor will be... Its own Thor thing. and the Guardians kind of out on their own. Um, Black Panther. I mean, yeah. So I think you're probably looking at... Let's see. Here are the TV shows. Secret Invasion and yeah, Secret Invasion and Armor Wars, I would guess, are probably the most likely to have tie-ins to Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, there, there's all, there's going to be some sort of tie-in to everything. I mean, that's the beauty of what the MCU does. Um, But uh, just in terms of like what we know is coming up, that's probably where we're at. But it was a nice cliffhanger. I didn't see that coming. Like, I, I mean, when she said she was the power broker, in my mind, I was like, oh, she'll be fine. And then that was a nice, nice yeah. cliffhanger. No, I agree. She's, you know, she'll be involved in something. Um, I, liked, I liked what they did with that, for sure. Yeah, I think the only ones I don't know was uh, the Ten Rings movie, because Brad and Nathan asked me, and all I knew yeah. was, all I knew was, I, I asked them, I said, do you remember Iron Man 3, where they faked the man? Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be, and I don't know a ton. Um, yes, the Mandarin is going to be involved in this. I don't know if it's supposed to be like a reboot of the Mandarin or if it's supposed to be like the actual Mandarin 
Whereas what we saw in Iron Man 3 was just kind of a joke. I, I don't know. Um, but yes, this is this movie will be tied to the Mandarin. I'm curious as to what exactly, how else it's going to tie to the rest of it. Not to say that it, it obviously it will, um, but it's also its own standalone movie. So it's not exactly going to be, you know, I'm looking at like the cast list that's, you know, on Wikipedia. Like there's nobody here that is from, you know, a pre-existing property. Um, it's, it's probably going to have a, a very different vibe to the rest of the movies. Um, but obviously it will still be tied in because it's part of the universe. So uh, I, I thought the trailer looked pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, I, I just thought it looked like a really good action flick. I mean, just, you know, a different style of movie that we've, we've seen in the MCU, but that's what they're good at. Like that's that, you know, we've talked about the connecting all these movies together, but there's just different genres of movies inside the universes. We have spy thrillers. We have comedies. We have um, time travel movies. We have space epics. Like this is going to be like a karate movie. Like that's awesome. You know, like the fact that they're, they can just do so many different things. I think it's great. And I'm looking forward to this. Um, I, I don't know a ton about it. And I think that's intentional. I don't think they're giving us a ton of information on it. Um, so I am looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Black Widow. I think I'm looking forward most to Eternals of any of them. Um, Eternals was, is directed by uh, Chloe Zhao, who just won Best Picture, Best Director at the Oscars for Nomadland. So, I mean, not to say that that's like a singular reason as to why I should anticipate the movie, but I have to think... Like, I just have to assume that it's going to be pretty fantastic. You know, just, you know, is that a, is that Marvel's next shot at a best picture? I don't know. Maybe. But she just freaking won this year for another movie. So it's certainly on the table. But if I was going to pick any of them, I'm obviously excited for Spider-Man 2. Um, so that's probably just because of what I know about that movie. But of the other three, I think I'm most excited for Eternals. And that one's going to have a totally different, I mean, that's a totally different world than the rest of these. Um. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. But just that cast and knowing that Chloe Zhao is directing it, I just, I'm excited for that movie. I'm excited for it. They've talked about how like they know about the Avengers and they're just kind of out there. They kind of know what's going yeah. on. That's what Thanos was, I think. Did I tell you... Um, what I, what I had heard about Eternals. So I was listening to somebody's show. I think it was, I don't know if you're familiar with John Campia. As just, he's just a you know movie pundit. Uh, I was listening to him talk one day, and he said that he had heard from a couple different people close to Marvel or within Marvel that they have all said that Eternals is the best thing they've done. Wow. Take it for what it's worth. Could just be two people, you know, Talking about talking a movie up, I don't know, but if that's, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really excited for that movie. I think that movie is going to be fantastic. 
Yeah. And not that I'm not excited for Shang-Chi or Black Widow or even Spider-Man, but like that is the Marvel movie that I think I'm most anticipating. Now, even more so knowing that Chloe Zhao just freaking won a Best Picture and a Best Director Oscar. Like that's just fan- fantastic. So, Well, it's going to open a door for something else. It's going to sh- get away yep. from what we've been watching. Yep. And probably tie into, I'm sure it's going to tie into Guardians or Thor at some point because they're out in space somewhere. Yeah, it's going to, I mean, it will for sure. Because um, they're, the story, like, they are, they're Celestials, which is what Star Lord's dad was, uh-huh. Kurt Russell, who we already talked about, Santa Claus. Um, oh. He was also one of those things. So that, I mean, I'm sure there will be some sort of tie into that. But yeah, that one comes out in November. So Black Widow in July, Saint Chi in September, Eternals November, Spider Man December, and then uh, Doctor Strange next March. And then from a TV show perspective, excuse me, we have Loki in June. So Loki comes out first before Black Widow. Uh, and then What If, which is, it's related, but it's not necessarily going to tie into the storyline. Um, and then Miss Marvel and Hawkeye are also supposed to come out sometime late 2021. So just between now and the end of 2021, we are still scheduled to get three movies, four movies, and three TV shows that are actually part of the timeline, plus what if. So there's still plenty more Marvel content to come. It is only April. <laughs> and our, I should say this, it's already April. <laughs> yeah. We're already four months into this year. So in the next eight months, we're getting all of that. Or so, a year ago, we had nothing. Hope you're exactly. <laughs> a year ago today, we were all confused and dreading what was about to come. And now here we are. I'm about to go back to the movie theater for the, well, not for the first time. I've been a couple times, but I guess it still won't be till freaking July, but I cannot wait. I will be there on opening night to watch Black Widow. And I am super excited. I'm excited for Loki because I think watching that trailer. I am too. That open, I think that's what's going to open up the multiverse. That right there. Yeah. It's not I think the multiverse has already been opened somewhere. I think we just haven't learned about it yet. Because I did because you know the previous trailers, they didn't tell you what Owen Wilson and them were really about. It was just more yeah. about Loki. You're going to work for us. Now you finally found out they like guard the timeline. So they've yep. been watching this and something happened. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if Loki makes an appearance in a movie. I know they're talking about Loki season two, so maybe he never does. I have no yeah, idea. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. You'd have to think that he's going to be involved in Thor, but um, who knows? Maybe he's not. I mean, maybe they are really doing it, giving him his own thing, and who knows? I'm excited for it because I want to see I am too. Because if that really opens up the door for – the Doctor Strange movie, and even Spider-Man. Probably Spider-Man first. If that opens up for Spider-Man, maybe that yeah. will explain a lot. I'm ready to see that. Um, and then Russell Crowe as Zeus, apparently, in Thor. I saw that. That Thor cast is, like, that's a long list of people that are going to be involved in this movie. It's incredible. Isn't Christian Bale the villain? Yep, Christian Bale's in it. Uh, let me just pull it up here. McCarthy was in it with Matt Damon. Uh, we got Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, Natalie Portman, uh, Chris Pratt. We knew uh, Christian Bale. Uh, so the Avengers. So uh, Mantis, Drax, Nebula. Um, Jeff Goldblum is making his appearance again. 
uh, Matt Damon, Sam Neill, Luke Hemsworth are all going to reprise their roles from the original one. Melissa McCarthy is supposed to be in it, as well as her husband, Ben Falcone, and Russell Crowe. So, yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, they're probably going to be cameos. I don't know that Russell Crowe is going to have a huge role in that movie, but, um, yeah. That's gonna I'm be excited huge. for that one, too. That's a huge cast. Spider-Man's a huge cast. All right, cast. let me ask you this. So... I have the list pulled up in front of me. I don't know if you have it or get it can get it handy, but top five Marvel products, Marvel products, whatever that we know are coming. What's your top five most anticipated? Well, Obviously, I know your number one is Doctor Strange. Doctor what are your other four? I'm really excited for Loki after seeing these trailers. Okay. I'm really excited for that one. Okay. Um, I'm excited for Eternals. Like we've kept uh, the more I look at it. Um. Spider-Man, and then Black Widow. Black Widow I was really high on, but the longer we wait, the more I'm like, nope, I don't. I have to put it up there because of David Harbour. Not even for Scarlett Johansson, it's for David Harbour at this point. I'm excited for Florence Pugh. Um, I would say Just Eternals and Thor. Well, is Thor coming out this year or next two. year? No, I was thinking just in general. Oh, like, I could take Thor and put that above Black Widow. I'm ta- I was talking like things we know that are coming, not necessarily this year. Oh, yeah. Put so Thor you have Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Thor, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Ant-Man, Guardians 3. Uh, we know Fast Fantastic Four is coming. We don't really know much about it. We don't know who's in it, but... I almost take Thor and put that above Black Widow. Like I'm excited for those no, more than I, I get that. I I mean, I'm excited for Black Widow just because it's a Marvel movie that's going to be in the theaters here in a couple months. Yeah. That's the reason I'm excited about Black Widow. I think it has a potential to be a good movie. I think it has a potential also to be a bad movie. I heard somebody on a podcast, I think it was the big picture, I was listening to it, and they were talking about Black Widow. And they made a comment like if Black Widow was good, They've they would have already dropped it onto Disney Plus by now, and I don't buy that. I don't I don't buy that logic. I think if Black Widow was bad, if they knew they had a bad movie, I think they would have dropped it on onto Disney Plus by now. I don't. They, the way they said it was just very backwards of how I you could expected argue, it to be. You could argue both. You could be like, it's so good that we really want it to be in movie theaters. Like it's that good. We want right. you to see it. Or it could be it's bad and we're afraid to show up. I don't think Marvel is scared of that. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, my the theory that I'm sticking to with Black Widow is, um, well, I don't know. I, I've heard, I've read a few things and heard a few things. Uh, one theory I saw is that um, Scarlett Joe, like her character and Florence Pugh's character. At some point, like switch. Have you have you have you seen this or heard this anywhere? I that, think I did because. But what happens to that, her? She's Black Widow. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Like at some point they like switch body. I don't know. Switch faces. I is that why again, her hair changed? Yes, yes. That's part of the theory that I had seen. I don't know that I really subscribe to that theory, but I've heard it. Um, regardless, I do believe that Florence Pugh's character will have a role 
in the future of the MCU. What if it was actually know, like she'll her? She'll take over the Black Panther role. That's the thing. I don't know. Maybe she's the one that technically fell off the... Ah, and Black Widow's still know. out there? Her and David Harbour are somewhere? I don't know. In Stranger Things? They're in Russia okay. somewhere? Okay. All right, Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Calm down. That is a Either great, way, I'm just excited. Movie. Even if I'm not as excited for Black Widow as a sto- standalone story, I'm just excited that it's a Marvel product that's finally going to be in the theaters here in a couple months, and I can actually go to it, and we can just move on with our lives because once that starts, then we're going to get four movies after that in the span of six months, July, September, November, and December. So they're bring it on. Of, Let's they're going to make a lot of money. They're hoping. <laughs> they're hoping people are going to be going back to theaters. So have you been to a theater at all during this whole thing? No, nope. Nothing. Yeah. One, nothing intrigued me, too. I just never know. Oh, well, yeah. Nothing. Well, even there, they weren't even open for a while, right? Yeah, I don't know when they technically have opened. Yeah. I've gone, I think I've gone three times. No, I've gone four times since, well, four times in the last year, basically. Black I went Widow. Once, I'll, pro- I'll probably buy it on Disney Plus, to be honest. I'll, I'll go to the theater. Doctor Strange, I'll be in the theater. I can pay $6 to go to the theater to see it, or I can pay $30 to watch it at home. I'd rather pay even the $10 to watch it at a theater. Either way, I'm excited for it. Well, I guess by then I'll be vaccinated. I already have the stuff. Like, I'll be fine. Oh, yeah. You'll be vaccinated by then, for sure. I have the antibodies, too, so it's... Yeah. I'm double protected. You are double protected, absolutely. And I have a theory. We'll see Tony Stark in Black Widow. Maybe that's why they're waiting so long. Mm, that could be. I think he'll he be somewhere. He wouldn't be dead at that point. No, I think he'll be somewhere at the beginning. It could be. I could see it. And because it was rumored, it was already rumored that he was in it. Like just for yeah. a quick second. I could see it. Because at one point his name was in the cast and then it was gone. Well, yeah, you can't really trust that shit. Especially like Google. Google's bad. Like Google will populate something just because it becomes popular. Yeah. And like it's just you can't trust anything that comes. You can't trust any sort of cast list rumor that pops up on Google. So I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. I I don't know. Now you got me thinking what I'm going to research tomorrow when I get my shot is, is Black Widow really dead? Was that her sister just taking her place this entire I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link to what I saw. Um, I I don't remember where. I think I know where it was. I think it was film theory. Um, But I'll I'll find it. I'll shoot you the link. You can watch it tomorrow. The only thing I've ever seen was about her armor. So they've talked about how something happened to her sister because she was wearing the armor in Infinity War. Yeah, that could be. And, but then they're on the run for two years because Sam said that in Falcon. He was like, we were on the run for two years. Yeah. Could be. That's, a, uh, that's a long time between Civil War and Infinity War. Two years that goes by. I know. Steve Rogers gets a beard. Now he lives on the moon. With, yeah. with scrolls. There's a lot there. Now, if he doesn't show up in Captain America 4, which I don't know how that's going to tie in. That's a movie they just kind of said, we're going to do... Yeah, maybe because 
Falcon War Soldier did so well, they're like, let's make a movie. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But that suit is better than Steve Rogers. That suit was. Yeah, I agree. And I just need that. I need that Doctor Strange hat that Feige was wearing. (laughs) Sure, you can buy it somewhere. I have a bad feeling Benedict Cumberbatch will be killed off here soon. Probably. Because they said during Infinity War he only had like a year or two left on his contract with Marvel. I wouldn't trust that yet. Sherlock Holmes 5. Season 5. Alright, you've already you've reached your Benedict Cumberbatch limit for the night. It wasn't that bad. Okay. I got excited when they said they were done filming because I got worried because back in January it was shut down. And then they were able to finish it. Yeah. Then you get the horror vibe. And then they just said they spotted the two kids on set from WandaVision. Yeah. So these movies are just going to be huge. You you are deep into the Doctor Strange theories. I backed off during Falcon because I could just shut my brain off. I literally thought I was watching with the Winter Soldier at the beginning. Yeah. And then when they got to the fight scenes, I was like, oh, this is Civil War. They look like Civil War. I was like, I could just shut my brain off. I'm good. And then I read there's going to be a Lord of the Rings TV show that cost almost $500 million. It's just... It's a good time. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to be about. I don't know. They waited too long. I almost don't even care. I told Brad on Sunday on the podcast, I was like, it needs to be like a five-minute show. Why don't you guys just take the Eagles and fly it to the place to drop the ring in? Like when they make the writer, when they make this TV show, that needs to be one of the references. Guys, remember when those Eagles came? Why don't we just take those fucking birds? (laughs) Oh man, good stuff. I don't know if I had any other questions. I'm really excited for Loki just because of that trailer. Owen Wilson yeah. and that trailer. And now, now that I know some of the story, I'm like, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Hawkeye, I'm not so excited for. You'll get excited when you start seeing more. I promise. I think it's done filming, actually. I think so. Miss Marvel, I don't know what that one's about. That one, I think, is based off almost the video game, actually. It's like almost the same character. Could be. I'm not that sure. I ha- that I haven't played since January. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, it could be. It is. It looks like her. Like this elect. Oh. She's, she's like a rubber band where the arms can fling out and become huge fists and like blast people. It looks like the suit and everything looks like when they showed it. I was like, oh, this is off the video game. Or the video game is off of this. Yeah. And don't forget, we have Miss Hulk. That's supposed to be somewhere. There's I a w- lot. We've talked about it. There's a lot. I wish he had his own Hulk movie, but Mr. Ruffalo. Yeah, that's probably not happening. Oh, and then real Sorry. quick, the deal, Sony and Disney, they're going to release Spider-Man in a couple years. <laughs> on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'll have in there. They had the, the big report that they were going to, Sony's partnering with Netflix, put all their movies onto there after the window. And now they're going to go to Disney plus after that. So 
I don't know. Sony's in a weird spot because I don't think they, I think they're probably going to be having to do something with their properties eventually, but this is just one way to kind of make some money back with it. But they're, I told you, I think I told, because me and Brad wants to talk Marvel all the time, but he wasn't able to watch Falcon, the Winter Soldier. So that's why the last podcast we did was just, if you know who Tim Dillon is, it's just Tim Dillon stuff. It's just over and over. <laughs> I said to him, it's like Sony's feet are cr- – like the stuff is crumbling underneath their feet right now because yeah. Tom Holland is huge, Spider-Man is huge. They're going to have to give it up. They're going to have to hand it over. Or D- Disney's just going to buy Sony. That. Disney will that's just buy they, Sony. That's all they have. Disney will just buy they're, it. They're going to well, buy they Sony. Might. It wouldn't oh, shock me. Before we hop off, when's Jungle Cruise coming? Was that <laughs> – it is this summer sometime. I, I don't know. I'm very excited for that. I was, movie, I was thinking back to our original podcast at the beginning. I'm like, we talked about the Jungle Cruise. That's a night. That's what I'm looking. I'm, I'm excited for that. July 30th? July and fast, 30th. And Fast Furious 9 is coming out. Yeah, there's a lot. I hope Elon I'm Musk is in it. Cruise. I hope Elon Musk is in it when they go to space. Okay. It's going to be on SNL. I can't wait for him to go on there and tell everybody how stupid they are and how much smarter he is. <laughs> Hop into a spacecraft and just leave. Yeah. I try to listen to him and Joe Rogan and I Elon Musk, I just can't. Because he pauses so long on what he's gonna say because he's like, What do you mean? Like, you don't know this? Yeah. Like the if you're listening to like Traffic in LA, I was going to draw a hole in the roads and that helps traffic. And Rogan's like, what do you mean that's going to help traffic? Like, can you explain that? And he, and like, who do you have to go to to drill these holes? And he goes, what do you mean? I'm going to go just go drill the holes. What do you mean? that?" And Rogan's like, no, like, who do you have to go to to the city? And he goes, what do you mean? Just, just drill the holes. And he goes, but how's that going to help? He goes, what do you mean? You just go drill the holes and that's going to help traffic. <laughs> it's just like, I can't. Yeah. I don't know, man. Was there anything else before we go to bed, like old men? Not, not for me. I think I, I covered everything. And I get my vaccine. I'm nervous for that shot. You'll be fine. I didn't even feel it. Well, I've had COVID, so I've heard it's flip-flopped where the first shot is the one that... Mm. Well, it could be. Be prepared. Have your Gatorade ready. And, it, and I don't like when it said, you might get Pfizer, you might get Moderna, whichever one we have. At least it's something. I tried the Johnson Johnson. Even though it's canceled, they still won't let me do it. I'm like, come on, just, just, just. just. <laughs> You'll be fine. Just be prepared. I don't think there was anything else. So now it's nothing until Loki. If there is, we can hop on and chat whenever you want. But yeah, I think Loki is the next thing. That's not till June. So I'm sure something will come up. Well, We'll want to chat. Yeah, all right. Well, Geek Corner. Blouses. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 